Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from the Bad Rhino Local Podcast. And today I'm joined with Jim Stewart, who's the founder of Your Local Network. So how you doing, Jim? I'm doing good today. Awesome, man. It's great to have you. And it's funny because we meet at a lot of these different chamber events in Exton and Westchester. And it's cool to kind of sit down with you and talk to you more about your company and what you guys got going on and kind of hear the whole story about like how it was developed. And we'll kind of go into the different services you offer too. But um, Jim, let's start with um, just telling our listeners more about what you guys do at your local network. Yeah, sure. Uh, your local network uh, was founded in 2018. Uh, essentially, we offer local advertising, digital marketing services. Uh, there's a bunch of us out there through various uh, digital marketing services. Uh, but we do have one unique service that kind of sets us apart from what everybody else is doing, uh, and that's indoor digital billboards. Um, the, that essentially is TV screens that we install in uh, local high-traffic businesses that, you know, want to help other local businesses. So, you know, the, the diners, the, the gyms. The hardware stores, uh, you know, any place where that sees high traffic, high dwell time. Uh, we're just running video advertisements for, you know, all those other businesses in the community. You know, the realtors, the insurance agents, the electricians, plumbers, et cetera. Um, so it just gives them a great platform to just get their brand out there for brand awareness, which seems to be one of the most forgotten things out there when it comes to marketing a business. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always, um, it goes back to the age old average whenever I'm on like a sales call and I'm sure you get the same thing. It's like, what's going to be my ROI on this thing? Yes. And people don't realize when they're starting up a brand, it's good to get out there first before you start looking at the fine details of it. Of what's the actual return on investment, right? Oh, I know. That's I, I try to tell people. I'm like, look, if they don't know you exist, you put something in front of them, they're not going to react to it. <laughs> right. Especially nowadays with everyone kind of looking at um, multiple different platforms, whether it's Google, social media, or even like what you have going on with the digital billboards. But um, Jim, we're going to get into the digital billboards and a bunch of other stuff too that I kind of have listed out here. But I always like talking to people and figuring out kind of how they got to where they are today, right? Because just looking at your background, I'm sure you got kind of an interesting story about how you ended up um, starting this company. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it, it was a, we'll call it a long journey. Uh, you know, college, I was a communications marketing major. So kind of put my focus more towards the radio and television. Spent some time trying to crack into that field and kind of got sidetracked a few times. Um, ended up uh, in finance for quite a few years. Um, after I figured out that that really wasn't where I wanted to be in life. Uh, ended up with a startup company uh, called um, Newer Tickets, which uh, was an event ticketing company, which I was, I think, employee number four or five on. Um, in 11 years, we built it up to the second largest event ticketing company in the country that no one ever heard of because we private labeled in every market that we were in. Um, you know, they sold us. Um, and, you know, being high-paid middle management, out the door I went. Uh, you know, after that, took a little time off, be a stay-at-home dad. Um, after a few years of that, just was going a little stir-crazy, wanted to get back in and doing something and realized that the corporate America, after being burned a few times there, that was not the direction I wanted to go to. So um, just researched opportunities. And, you know, in 2018, that's when I launched Your Local Network. 
It's just funny because like when I talk to people that start their own business, it's kind of that same story of like they're in a corporate environment and they're kind of quote unquote working for the man, right? And they kind of get either bogged down from it or they have like a couple of bad days of uh, bad months of work. And then it's like, okay, you know what? I have the tools to really start something myself. And it's kind of what it sounds like what happened to you. Yeah, it's, and that's part of it. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the only person I got to answer to. And, you know, so many times in my career throughout corporate America was you're answering to someone that isn't qualified to be answered to, you know, they're like, you you get people in positions that they don't belong in, that they don't deserve to be in, Mm -hmm. you know, and because of politics and, you know, that wear that can wear you down. That you know that wears a lot of people, just to the point where they're like, "All right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more corporate America for me." Yeah, because you end up butting your lip half the time, right? You can't say anything. Exactly. But um, Jim, moving on to the billboards that you mentioned here, because um, it's one of those things that you know, if anyone who's listening to this lives in the borough or walks into you know Buddy's Burgers and they see the TVs up on the yeah. screen, they probably are familiar with your logo to the point where it's like, "Oh, that." That guy, they might have clicked on this podcast and be like, oh, I've seen that logo around town before, right? Um, right. So your TVs are kind of all over the place. How many different locations are you guys in, in like Westchester and Exton? Um, so I got 10 in Westchester, I think eight in Exton, uh, four in Malvern, three in, three in uh, Downingtown, and one in Chester, Spr- Chester Springs, I think. Uh, I got 20, 25 screens now. Uh, just that I just added a few recently in Malvern, so which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, bounce pickleball, you know, taking advantage of the local, the latest craze out there. Yeah. So we just put up a screen in there last week. Business owners and marketing professionals in the Philly area, Bad Rhino takes the overwhelm out of digital marketing with tailored digital marketing services. From social media management to SEO and PPC advertising, our expert team navigates the complexities of the digital ad space for your business. Let Bad Rhino lead you to success. Visit badrhinoinc.com and let's take your business to new heights. Bad Rhino, we do digital marketing so you don't have to. For your TVs, what companies mostly like advertise on there? Uh, you're, you're primarily looking at uh, B2C, people that are looking to connect with the local uh, population, essentially. So, you know, the, the restaurants, the gyms, they're all seeing uh, patronage of people, you know, within a five mile radius. So um, it tends to be we're getting a lot of service area, but, you know, businesses. So we're getting the electrician, the HVAC, the plumber, uh, and then also uh, several insurance agents, realtor, um, but essentially, it's you know any business is really looking to grab the attention of that local of the local market. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then if I owned a business, say a Buddy's Burgers or another restaurant or any other of these places that you have the TVs in, um, what would be like the process of like you know this might be something I want to do? What they they would they just like reach out on your website and like get in contact with you? And how long does it normally take to kind of get the whole thing kind of set up? Um, yeah, just reach out. My you know my phone number, email, everything's on the website. Uh, getting set up, it all depends on the business that's looking to be a host. Uh, I can pretty much have everything set up in about a week, you know, and that includes the ads and everything else. Uh, so, but it depends on deliverables and, you know, you know, that world mm-hmm. where, you know, you're constantly waiting on the client to like, uh, you're going to send me that stuff today. <laughs> no, but I'll get it to you by the end of the day. Two days later, you're going to send me that stuff today. <laughs> 
I have I have talked to a few people in Exton and Westchester, and they say your process that you have for the TVs and the in like place billboards are um it's really smooth. So anyone like interested in checking it out, um, I've heard from multiple sources. Jim does a good job of just making the process as smooth as possible. So definitely check that link out in the description if you want to check him out for that. But on top of that. You also do a bunch of other stuff, too, in digital marketing, like Google yeah. Business Profile, geofencing, social media, and website design. Yep. Uh, we kind of, you know, tackle some key areas to help people out. Um, the biggest one, and I think uh, most of where I have the most clients would be the Google Business Profile Management. Uh, just because simply, yeah, I spend a lot of my time educating people on local SEO. You know, everybody, everyone knows the buzzword SEO. No one knows what it is. You know, so it's, you're constantly trying to educate people. Like, this is what it means. This is what it is. Uh, but do you understand what local SEO is? And it's like, well, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's what your Google business profile does for you when a search turns local. And then Google's training us all to search local because as soon as you type something in that search bar, what do you see? The maps, it's right Near up me, yeah. in Westchester, in Exton. So Google is continually trying to get us to search local so that everything is geared towards its product. So that's where the Google Business Profile becomes so important because that's the first thing it's going to look at on a local search. Absolutely. So, you know, you ask someone, do you have a profile, business profile? Uh, yeah, I set one up when I started my business eight years ago. Great. That's doing absolutely nothing for you right now. <laughs> yeah, I've... I've you know, we could go on a whole another podcast and talk about Google Business Profile because that's oh, something yeah. I'm, I dove into and can talk, you know, my head off about it. And I know you can kind of talk your head off about it. But I would say probably the biggest question I get asked when I'm talking to companies um, that don't have a commercial place of business, that they don't have an address connected to their Google Business Profile, and they're kind of just running it as a service-based business um, or a service area business. So what would be like your tips on a company um, in that specific position, would you kind of advise them to use a residential address or would you just kind of draw a map around where they serve? Uh, typically, we'll draw a map around where they yeah. serve. Um, kind of best practices we've come across is, you know, keep it within an hour and a half to two hour drive from that central location. Uh, and then just kind of focus in on those areas inside, you know, that circle. Uh, once you get out too far, then, you know, Google starts questioning whether you're an actual local business or not. Right. And that's what we want to try to avoid. For sure. Because really, like, what Google Business Profile is really made for is local people meeting local service-based businesses or other businesses in the area. And I think that gets lost a lot, too, when you start looking at companies because they want to get the most reach as possible, right? It's like an HVAC company that does work. I do work, you know, this half of Pennsylvania. It's like, okay, let's start by dialing that down and really focusing on where you get the best, your, your most clients are the best bang for the buck. Focus there, and then we can kind of explore that through a multitude of different ways, whether it's paid ads, um, citations, anything, right? So I think just starting out locally is always the best tip there. And thanks for hitting on that point for the service-based um, business because I get that all the time. You wanted it down in a podcast episode for sure. <laughs> For sure. So along with running your company, right, and um, talking to all these people, you know, 
sales calls, the execution part of it too. You um, also make time for your kids as well, right? You have two kids who are in sports and as, you know, a 24-year-old, I've seen my dad go through it playing college baseball and traveling around. He was hands-on with the actual travel down to Florida, whether it was tournaments, to a bunch of these other places, right? And I'm sure you're kind of experiencing the same thing. So how do you balance the time between work life and how, how have you kind of seen the best practices there? Um, yeah, the, the balancing is probably the hardest part. And that means, you know, I'm cutting out at 3 PM one day to make sure I make the soccer game at the middle school. Uh, and that means I'm working, you know, nine o'clock at night while I'm watching the Phillies game. I'm, you know, <laughs> trying to do, you know, multitasking there, but, um, it's just planning, you know, it's just, I, Sunday, I'm looking at my schedule for the week going, okay, I got to have this kid here at this time, this kid here at this time, there's a game here, a game there. All right. There's a networking event over here that day. There's a networking event there. Maybe I can call a parent to get this kid there. And, you know, so it's, it is a real balancing act where I'm constantly just, I got a plan. It's, I have to have a plan in place by, you know, Sunday night, Monday morning at the latest, just to make sure that I can do what I need to do. One, to be there to support my kids, and then two, to make sure that my business is running effectively. Absolutely. I don't think that gets talked enough, too, especially like coming from like a background in college, like going to Temple and kind of studying there. They don't tell you these things when you're at Temple, right? You might have to work on a Saturday or Sunday to get a job done in order to be ready for the next week coming up to make free time with your kids or free time with other stuff you want to do, right? So I think it's really important to kind of hit on that for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I take pride in the fact that I can be there. And that's one of the reasons I love being my own boss is that I can be there at 3 p.m. on the, on the sidelines right. during the week for that middle school game and stuff. So, you know, working a nine to five office job, I would be missing out on all these experiences. Right. Definitely. Well, Jim, it's only seems fitting that I shout out Westchester Chamber of Commerce and Exton Chamber of Commerce being that's where we met. So um, tell me a little bit about the community that they've kind of built up in both those different chambers and what's your experience been like so far there? Uh, the, I absolutely love the chambers. They're a big part of, you know, my business essentially. Um, you know, the events they have, the community within the business community that they've created um, where you just have these other business owners that you can lean on, that you can ask questions to, that, you know, you can confide in because pretty much you're going to find someone that's run into every problem or, you know, road bump that you may be experiencing. And to be able to have a community like that to reach out to, to as support is just absolutely fantastic. Um, the Exxon Chamber, especially that's, uh, I spent a lot of time with that one uh, to the point where I, uh, I'm an ambassador for that chamber and I am on the board of directors. So, um, and I can tell you chambers work, you know, if you're a business out there in the community and you have not checked out any of the local chambers yet, I strongly advise you to, uh, like I said, it's a, they're great business communities that can help support and grow your business. Um, if you show up and that's the, that's the key. Yeah. Anybody can join a chamber, but if you show up and actually do the stuff, that they offer, it's very effective and it works. So Jim, another question I have to ask you, because you did hit on it there. Um, you're an ambassador for Exton. So what does that kind of all entail? What do you guys do? 
Um, an ambassador is just someone that's going to be there um, to help support the chamber, to promote the chamber uh, at events. You know, you kind of you want to make sure that everybody's you know enjoying themselves. You you see a wallflower that's just standing off by themselves. You go trying to help get them involved in what we have going on at that event. Um, it's just basically being there for the membership and, you know, to help support them and help them realize, you know, what the chamber has to offer. Gotcha. Need, you need people like that because it is kind of intimidating walking into that room for the first time and you see 50 plus people and you're like, oh, who do I go to first? You kind of get overwhelmed a little bit. So having a guy like Jim who walks up to you, who's just, you know, a friendly face, friendly personality and um, introduce you to a couple of people. It goes, it goes a long way. Yeah, that it does. Sure. So, Jim, again, I appreciate the time. Thanks for jumping on this podcast. I'm going to give you kind of roll out the red carpet here and let you shout out um, where people can check out uh, your local network, where people can find your social medias at, where people can check out your website and get in contact with you. Sure. Uh, yeah, so my website's uh, yourlocalnetwork.net. I'm all over Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, you can find me in the directories of the Exton Chamber, the Westchester, the Westchester Chamber, Chester County Chamber of Business and Industry. Um, you know, so it's not hard to find me if you're looking. <laughs> You'll find them. You'll find them for sure. Cool, Jim. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time today. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it.